chillin', Giz is chillin', what more can I say, top villain. What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Top Billing, coming to you all the way live from Hollywood, California. Today's guest has to be one of the most controversial, most hilarious, <laughs> most tell you like it is every day, all day actor, comedian, Corey Holcomb, Mr. 5150, Mr. I tear everybody out the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> Out the frame and a good friend of mine. And I, I had to go through some, I had to pull some strings to get Corey on my show. I'm sure I'm going to have to get on your show as well. But Please. Corey, welcome to Top Bell and Baby. What's up, Bill? Ah! See, everybody sleep on Bill. This is King Kong right here. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't nothing. I'm nothing. Believe listen, this, listen. It's the listen. man right here. You stay in the gym. I stay in the gym. I stay with real ones. Um, Corey, you and I have from day one, always been cool with each other. And we we just got like some real man chemistry. Like, you know, OG, OG, comedian, comedian. We both from rugged backgrounds. And you brought that feeling to the stage. How long did it take for you to cultivate your 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 stage, your, your persona on stage? Were you always where you are now or was it a development? Well, when it first started, it was all jokes. Okay. But after, I say maybe about six, seven years of comedy, uh -huh. I realized, man, you know, I got to talk about all this stuff that's, that's, that's really going on with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, personalized. Yeah, ever since I started talking about me, it's, it's you know, it's, it's always stood out on stage, which is what I recommend for a lot of people to do, man. Our life is an adventure, Absolutely. Bill. I, got, I got a quote from T.C. Cope. One of my good friends out of Nashville, he That's said, your life, deal. he said, your life write the script. That's right, man. It's true. I never forget because it's so, it's so prophetic. He said, your life write the script for your comedy. So whatever you going through, the ups, the downs, the twists, that's, that's your script. You can't be scared to talk about it, man. I don't care what it is, man. This is 2022 going into 2023. It's already October, man. Look, you can't be scared to talk about <laughs> <laughs> nothing that you going through, uh -huh. even though we got this cancel culture out here. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you, you know, about the cancel culture because all the comedians, it either comes up when we up finish a show. How do you feel about it? I just run into it. Like, um, I, I'm not going to not be me or, or stifle my creativity on a joke. Now, I might be a little more clever about how I say it, but I'm going to still hit the topic. We all got our... Uh, Limits, we all got our, mm -hmm. okay, I've been this a little bit, so it fit here. Mm -hmm. All that is all part of the game, man. I done seen people do stuff. I'm talking about these guys ain't no joke, but they done do stuff that they really don't feel good about because right. it's part of breaking into that Hollywood big money level side of the game. Right. But I am wise enough to realize, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, look, until you meet them people, man, you can't judge them on nothing you saw on TV. <laughs> it's really a script. But you know what I'm saying? We don't go by the script willingly because we still in the streets, Bill. We yeah. be in the rooms where the streets be there. Yes. Sir. So we we ain't we ain't hiding up in Hollywood no. where oh uh, no, all my checks cover everything. I don't have to get out of here and go work no more. Right. We out here with the people. So that's yeah. why we hesitate when it comes to doing certain things Hollywood might ask us to do. Because yeah. we're in the streets. Because you can't I always tell people, um, when people say, Well, Bill, what what's your what's your stop? I said, if I can't go to the barbershop, 
If I can't go back to the barbershop, no matter what role I take, whatever I do, if I can't go back to the barbershop in my neighborhood and be comfortable with them dudes, then don't do it. Because they the realest cats. And yeah, that, that barbershop is the parameter for me, for every every person in the culture, because that's what we talk about sports. That's what we talk about our ladies. That's what we talk about raising our kids. And I think that's where all that authentic, real man talk come from. Well, you know, I tell people out there, man, it's a go path. Like on that movie 300, yeah. go path to go around and get to them. Yeah. It's a go path to go around and get to the people, man. And that's the path I'm taking. Now, this go path don't come with as much money. Right. You know how JJ saying really? that now? I'll be like, what is doing? Right. It don't come with the same money as some of the people who's taking the Hollywood path. Of course, Correct. I'm not knocking nobody. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. lanes for everybody. Yeah, but... I'm actually, I'm happy with who I am because I'm a man of humble accommodations. I'm from nothing. So I've never seen all that. Right. So I'm not missing all that. Really which, is actually, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah. But I, I feel, whole, I feel I like there's, there's, there's a part of Corey Holcomb, and that's why I wanted you on the show that's misunderstood. Like, I know you on a whole different way than the world do. Like, like you laugh, you chill, you got funny, you got jokes that ain't so brash, and then you and then you just a real dude. I, I understand that you do do your act, but is there a difference that you want other people to see, or you just stay in the zone of your persona? Well, for the, the folks that's real, mm. it ain't even got to be said. Right. But for the folks that might not understand how life really go, don't judge people off rumors and stuff like that. Like, there's some people who will never meet me, so they'll never get the chance to know who I am. Okay. I got to rely on people like you. Because, mm. you know, if somebody say Corey Holcomb, they be like, oh, Corey Holcomb this, <laughs> Corey Holcomb that. Bill, we don't hang out every day, but you know me to a certain Absolute, level. Absolutely. Well, you might be like, well, it really ain't like that. Nah, I don't know nah. what you heard. You don't know Corey Corey. Because like I don't pray on the week, Bill. <laughs> I don't I don't go around trying to do things because right. I feel like I can get away with it with anybody. I just have a point of view. And I like to say my point of view is the truth. And I know what the truth is. But can it do. is the truth. It's the truth to you. And it's just sometimes the truth is hard to swallow. You it know, really is, man. It, it really is. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. I came to see a show uh, in Addison, and I was like, I wish I could say something like that. I could never say, like, I thought the stuff that you thought, but I can't say it. It don't fit my <laughs> life. Like, like, but, like, I'm, I, I'm so proud to see that you have the courage to be authentically you, and you're not apologetic about it. But it's, it's funny to me because I can't believe it. No, but look, check it out, Bill. This was uh, <laughs> this is what people need to know about Bill Bellamy. Right. Bill Bellamy just said he has thoughts like I have. Just right. like the average man, I think they have thoughts yeah. like I have. I've perfected saying them. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's the fact. but what it is, That's I think the... that I'm more of a moral, kind-hearted person, sort of like you. You have the... The um, you know, people perceive you as being a good guy. Yeah. But they think I'm a bad guy. Yeah. I'm not the scumbag guy I think I no, am. No, no, no. You I are want a good guy with bad guy tendencies. <laughs> watch what I say. Right, right. And then you might be like, actually, what he said is not bad. It's something that you're not used to people talking to you. It's called talking to you straight up. I talk but here, to you. Here's real. the thing that I, I noticed. Um, if you ever go to a Corey Holcomb show. It, it, he has a huge following. I mean, sellout shows, adding shows. People are locked into you, and they locked into your honesty. That's what I think is really the key. You're, and I, I thought about it 
when I was sitting in the audience, I said, yo, you are the old school man's personality. Like, like they're it. afraid to be that guy anymore. Like back in the 70s, that would have been regular. You know, in the 80s, kind of regular. 90s start changing. Now, you know, to be the authentic old school guy to smoke a cigarette, say, hey, bitch, you heard what I said. We need you know, we, we need that but, uncle. But, but that uncle, my that uncle, uncle would come over and talk to you for real. <laughs> Your mama be like, I'm gonna call Uncle Stars, so though. He, yeah, he gonna get in your... <laughs> That's who, that's who I go for. That's right. the, that's what I'm trying to be. But you are, man, and I'm very, very happy for you. It's something you said earlier, and you said, listen, I'm not necessarily on the... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. We yeah. out here, on, look, yeah, in Hollywood, yeah, the streets... We street, on the boulevard. Yeah, we happen. see everything walking by. <laughs> the camera's facing this way. Out there on the streets, people think what? Hollywood... Everybody who ain't been to Hollywood, trust me, this is Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> Trust me, this Hollywood. This Hollywood out here. When you say that, you see you see everything walking through here. But anyway, um, one of the things you said is like uh, Hollywood, and by Hollywood you mean you know, like me. I came out here uh, chasing the dream of becoming a movie star, and you know, you know, I wanted to you know be on a billboard on Sunset, and I wanted to have my own TV show. All those things that I was able to do. I think that's kind of like that Hollywood route, right? Or, 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 or one of them. You said that you're not necessarily doing it the Hollywood way. Is it because you're more independent about how you're doing it? Would you still would you do movies or not more movies or TV shows? Or are you just saying you want to do it more an independent way, like uh, like Chance yeah, the Rapper? I do movies as long as it don't compromise my principles. Correct. But trust me, like I've said this before, when I first moved out here, it took me about a year to realize. That oh man, I don't fit in. Right. <laughs> you know oh man, I've been chasing this all this time. And when I get out here and I really see how it go, I'm not saying I can't fit in because every opportunity I've gotten to do a movie, every opportunity I've got to be on a TV show, yes. Bill, those directors and the and the producers, they be like, wow, where have you been? And I listen to that. I'll be like, so if I get my shot, I'm ready. I will do great. I, I, I think I America will get to know the 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 urban Uncle Buck. That's what I call myself. Bro, listen, listen, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm I, I I always hear like you know different scenarios about you know you 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 bumped heads with somebody or you bumped heads with this one. Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand or really respect you personally in a way that like case in point. We got the Chris Tuckers. We got to do, you know, we got the Kevin Hart's. We got the Dave Chappelle's and this, that, and the other. I feel like you are underground king. Like, like I feel like you're right on the verge of the, the next step is going to be the boom. Like, you right there. I see the momentum. I see something in you. I feel like you ready. And I think you, you're you going to be in that class, bro. I, I see. I like. I, it's right there. It's just one more click. You know what, Bill? When I when I first moved out here, it was because Hollywood had got a load of me at the Jamie Foxx Laughing Palooza in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That was Hollywood's first time getting a chance to see me. I'm talking about the agents and the people who can make things happen out here. Correct. And it was like I was such a breath of fresh air to them because I was something different. It was like, yo, Bill, I moved out here. I got a, a, a holding deal. The first year I moved out here, the second year, 
all that. The shows, you know how TV shows go. Sometimes something happens where it don't make it. Yeah, my, so that happened to me plenty of times. I don't me. never complain about nothing. I'm really hiding out, waiting on the game to be ready for me. Because <laughs> it's got to come back around. What yeah. they doing now? I'm not knocking it. Right. I'm not knocking it. But I'm like, yo, I don't know where I fit in on TV with what they got now. But I'm he, not a Hollywood husband. You know what I mean? I'm not. I love my brothers. Man, Kevin Hart, Nick Cannon, them guys helped my career. Absolutely. They make it where I can be out here creating this go path that I'm going on now. Absolutely. But I'm not that. I'm I'm too edgy for that. I would be like, but you could, I'm but held you could, back. But you I could be in the right it. role in the movie and knock it over exactly. the gate. When I get them shots, man, I knock them dead. Yeah, when I listen, get listen, bro. If you go back in your life, you know, coming out Chicago, you know, Robert Taylor Holmes, a real spot to come out of, bro. You 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 deserve to be here, bro. You you come from some gritty shit, you feel me? Do you think do you think your upbringing and that authentic edge that you have comes from Chicago? Of course, it's my upbringing, but mm -hmm. I mean like, yo, Bill, I made it already. Yeah. Man, I'm from the projects, homie. You know what it is, man. Yeah. I, man, I got, I, I'm straight. You right. see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not you where it could you're be. You ain't asking nobody for nothing. Man, I'm you straight, good. Joe. I'm straight. I ain't, I ain't, man, this Hollywood been good to me. Right. All, me living out here has opened doors where every time I needed that reboost, I get it. Right. Like people like Yvette Lee Bowser and, Jay Leno. Yeah. And I'm talking about just people you would never think saw me and gave me a shot. Tyler Perry. Right. Just enough to stay in the public eye where I'm relevant. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Nothing is happening that's not supposed to happen. I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be. I like that. But, I like that. But them, them, them opportunities that people have now in front of the uh, couch at home, like Netflix and all that. Amazon. When somebody finds a way to get me a Netflix special. All them people that ain't up on me yet, that oh, don't they, know me yet. Oh, they gonna get their wake up. Like, well, where's this guy been? And I really believe that, Bill. But listen, every, 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 everything has a season, bro. Yeah. And um and, 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 and the beauty of it is that you have the mindset and you humble enough to know that it's an opportunity for you. And when you get it, you you seize the moment. That's the beauty of it. Being ready for the opportunity, right? We are out here touring. Like, I've done a lot of shows with you, man, and your following is huge. I think one of the things that um, has helped us all, and I know it helped me during the pandemic, was me leaning into my social media. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, really talking to the people during COVID when everybody wasn't moving and making people laugh. And your, your uh, 5150 has such a strong point of view. It's unapologetic. And people locked in on it. Yeah. And it was a beautiful thing because you couldn't, you can't do that on network TV. You can't. But you could do it on the internet. Yeah, and I'm hoping the internet don't shut me down because the internet still has um, barriers that they don't want people to cross. They don't want you to think a certain way mm -hmm. about certain things that are being pushed out there. Okay. Like, you know, getting shots for vaccines and mm -hmm. all kind of stuff. If you talk about certain things, the internet will get rid of you. So I'm still limited a little bit. So you, so there's still somewhat of a censorship, even though you go. So you, because I remember I posted a video on Facebook and I got some kind of like s suspension. Yeah. 
They was like, I don't like the way you, I don't like the way you talking. <laughs> That's how like, they do. I don't like the tone. That's and how I was they like, do, I, I was like, this is a funny ass joke. You can see the comments. They was like, nah, I don't really know if that's that tone of that joke per se. And that what they told you, yo. They, I know and, what and, you're they sat, and they sat me down. Yeah, I got Ain't I was, that cold. I got time out. They sat Bill <laughs> Bellamy down. Yeah, so you know I'm out there walking. And like, you going? You you throwing dynamite in the air? Three M80s. But I know what I'm throwing dynamite at. They right. don't mind us. As we go in on us as much. Okay. But there are topics that I wish I could talk more about that but I it, can't. And it makes me mad. I'm like, yo, I'm kind of being <laughs> held back right here. I got to watch how I say but, this. But I tell you or what. Or they'll you, shut this whole page down that I worked hard. But you can do it in your stand-up, though. Up. Oh, yeah. They ain't going to never on take the my. On the stand-up, you know, in the stand-up, that's our freedom, I believe. You know, of all the TV movies and stuff that I've done, I always feel like my stand-up is my my truest voice. Do you feel the same? Hey, man, listen. There are club owners around this country who are, they want their clubs full. That's why I eat. Because those club owners don't give a <laughs> what I say. Right. They are like, bring you when Corey gets here, it's gonna it's be full. around the corner. Bring them guys, because we sell drinks and we make a lot of money when Corey gets there. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So thank God for that. Thank God for that. Because where else, Bill, do we have to really express ourselves and say what we want to say? Have you thought about that? If it wasn't for the clubs, man, comedy would be shut down. Comedy would be on lock. You see what happened to that dude in Boston? Because he doing what we do naturally, which is sleep with women, he got in trouble. Which guy? I'm talking about the coach for the Boston Celtics. Oh. All he did is what we do. We're not going to stop doing it. So now they are (laughs) writing legislation to stop us. Can you use profanity on here? Yes, you can. They trying to make it when we can't fuck the hoe. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> Dude, we are going <laughs> smash hoe. It's not going to stop. stop. <laughs> Please leave that man alone. Just pay him some type of severance package and, and let, let him, him go to the next way. place and fuck more. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, listen to me. I want everybody to listen. This is so important to say. I am Corey Hogan. Mm. I be smashing Oh, kind of bitches. <laughs> this is Bill Bellamy. <laughs> hey, do I got to say it? <laughs> I don't know who work here, but if Bill, <laughs> all these girls who work here. <laughs> Bill, how tall are you? A 6'3". This is what I'm telling you. <laughs> all you short guys, if you under 5'10", Keep your girl away from tall guys. <laughs> Even tall family members. Cause yeah, keep them away. I'm telling you, your girl, smashing going to happen. So, You're never going <laughs> to stop be able to regulate that. You're just going to be able to fire people for nothing. Let me ask you a question about the Boston Celtics. Oh, you killing me. I'm Situation. just saying. <laughs> Do you think it's fair for, for uh, Ume to get fined and go through this and nothing happened to the lady? Hey, hey, when look. it's consensual and they both, you know. Ume, uh, I, I was calling him okie dokie on my show, but look, <laughs> he ain't raped nobody. They said that he used harsh language and he still smashed her. So that just shows how cold he is. <laughs> Listen, man, we are out here in this world, man. No matter all these feminists and everything, right. 
at the end of the night, they calling somebody like me, and I'm, I'm coming over, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving them the therapy they really want, but they get to fronting. Stop it. We are men, women. We're going to. It's going to happen. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's happen. a part of nature. It's, it's how do you how do you regulate this stuff, man? You can't. What you're doing is bogus. You can't stop human nature from happening. That's what I want to say about it. Okay, that. you you got around to the good part. See, this is the part that people underestimate about you. You're a very intelligent brother, and you have just a very interesting way to get to the truth. <laughs> but that <laughs> shit was funny, bro. Please, real. please. He said, they, they coming to you. You married, right, Bill? <laughs> yeah, yes. Y'all lucky Bill married. <laughs> Boy, Bill was just out here like me, boy, it'll be over. I'm out of here. I'm knocking them all down. You're knocking down like Bill. So I'm saying if Bill was out here, <laughs> Bill work out in everything. <laughs> them go, they be getting down with me with this gut hanging over their head. <laughs> I got that. I got that little dust for these little. Uh, you know how that goes. Streets know what's up. I'm trying to stay focused. I'm supposed to be the host. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, <laughs> the latest, one of the craziest um, things was with. I seen a clip with uh, Airy Spears saying that uh, he was saying he was trying to apologize to you. Do 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 you ever work it out with people? You get you you work y'all get done and get it over with, or no? We just leave it hanging. He doesn't have to apologize to me. I don't bother Airy Spears. Oh, I don't know. I just saw I mean, a clip. Like, yo, he was saying he, that you was I think he wants to be like on the level where we're like, hey, what's up, man? But th I think that's broken. It's a, there's probably about three or four people in this world that I'm just like, yo, give me my space. And he one of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of them. Just, yo, you please, just, please, I'm, brother. All right. Let's not talk, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, no, I'm not, not fuck you, motherfucker. No. I ain't dead. I'm just, all right, bro. Just. Give me my space, Yeah, man. keep it you, moving. It don't stop with you. It's always a disaster everywhere you go. There's literally a cloud following this guy. Yeah. He, every time it's something. Look how much money he calls Tiffany. And people say, oh, it's Tiffany fault too. Okay, you can say it's Tiffany fault. But is it? it's not a coincidence Aries is behind it. And I know he ain't paid no money. <laughs> if you a rap bill. You're if you're around it. people right. that's about that nonsense, you know that nonsense coming on you, right? Absolutely. We all G's now. You can't be around you people can't, like you that. You can't. No, no. And, and, you know, we love Tiffany. We hope that uh, that she can get past this and keep moving. You know? Tiffany going to be good. Yeah, it should be all right. But She paid that money to them people who was hustling because that's all it was, was a hustle, if you ask me. Right. Because we ain't heard nothing about the immorality of anything since they get their money in their pocket. <laughs> Money fix shit, don't it? Money fix everything. <laughs> everything. You should see some of the beautiful women I'm smashing because I got a couple of dollars for them. <laughs> they be so happy. I love them when their kids be jumping up and down because they know they're going to get to eat good for the next couple of days. They, them kids, when I be in there, them kids. <laughs> You know that happy kid bounce so, that because so they know I'm getting my money for that time. So you, when you come through, you take care of everybody, basically. I'm a trick. You're a trick. Okay. Old school trick. Old man. school trick. My so wife left. I've been tricking ever since. You've been. <laughs> this is my wife left. I'm a proud trick. You're a proud trick. Now, is there any type of rules to tricking that if you if you're new to the game that you should go by so that you don't fuck up the tricking? Well, I, I tell all these young guys who find a way to get money. You cannot give these girls a lot of money 
for a little of nothing. Because then at the youth of with them, they're useless to me. You gotta, you can't, I call it, they need to put a salary cap <laughs> on struggling girls. Right. Like if she comes from this part of the struggle, you can't give her more than 300 at a time. No. Nah. Cause you'll mess it up for the next dude. Right. Cause if you give them like millions of dollars, then how I'm gonna get her when she gone? She just gonna be lost. Yeah, we gotta have some etiquette out here in these streets. Right, you ain't gonna get another millionaire fool. You might as well start messing with me, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a, that was an anomaly that happened to you. Uh, oh, my God, <laughs> Corey. Well, I, see, this is why you sold out. This is why you sold out everywhere. Because you saying stuff that a dude has thought about in his head, but he ain't got the nerve. He might say it to his boy in the car when they drunk. But you saying it in the most funniest way, bro. That the you way know you, why? Why? Because we don't have camaraderie. We always trying to... We, we give each other propers in our face. Okay. But then we get away from each other. Instead of being around each other, like there is no village where we, you know, the men go hang yeah. and really, you know, just the men and bond and get to know each yeah, other and man. all like I that. I miss that. Where man. do we get that at now? It's it's, uh, it's hard. When I was coming up in the game at the Peppermint, I'm talking early 90s. Uh, I didn't know you back then, but we had a vibe like that. Like comedians was always around each other. Mm -hmm. We would hang out. We wouldn't just leave the comedy club. We would punch up jokes together. We would, uh, you know, always inspire each other, joke about each other and shit like that. And That's beautiful. It, it was like, it was the best. It was like a real fraternity in a way. Mm -hmm. um, I most recently uh, went to uh, David Arnold's memorial. And what blew my mind um, was how many comedians he touched, like in, that was connected friendship-wise. Boom, bang, boom. Okay. It was over. It was over like fifty comics, and then it was students as well. And I was like, "Yo, we actually got a cool thing. Com mm -hmm. Comedians is kind of fly." Like when I when they asked everybody to stand up, all the comics, I was kind of this like, thing was last night. It just happened last I night. I heard about it, and I was like, "Yo, man, it was a good feeling to be a part of this family." And I was like, "But I don't know everybody. I know all the big guys. Yeah, like there's a couple comics in there that you know not where I'm at, but still, I know their face. I know New Jacks. Yeah, they kind of New Jacks and stuff. And I was like, "Yo, well, at least they trying. You know, at least they, at least they want it like I did when I first started. At least they look at it as a respectful crap." Well, I'm gonna tell you this about. Funerals in LA. Cause when I first moved out here, mm -hmm. the sister of Sanford and Son, uh, Aunt Esther passed. Yes. And this dude said something that actually blew my mind because I had never heard nothing like that before. Um, I don't know the sister name. Her last name is Paige. Really? But you know the sister I'm talking about. Uh, Esther. And I said to him, I said, Oh, you knew her. He was like, No, but it's gonna be great networking there. I had never heard nothing <laughs> like that. It was like, I was like, yo. Yeah. That's why you going? What was her name? Esther Anderson. Whoever the sister was, I had never heard nothing like that before in my life. But it's Hollywood. I still had innocent ears. Right. You was really going there to pay your respects and then somebody's network trying to get a TV show. No, like when he said it to me, I didn't know her, but of course I know of her. Yes, sir. And he said, yo, I'm going. I was like, oh, you knew her? And he was like, no, but it's going to be great networking there. And it just <laughs> blew my mind. I was like, do people do that? Yeah. That's so, Hollywood, though. Yeah, that's what I'm Cause, saying. Because they so, see Will Packer, they see Cab, they see this. You know, I I, I, I can imagine. But, um, and that's not, I ain't knocking nobody who go 
network because it is good networking at funerals. Mm-hmm. Look, it's a comedian from my hometown named Damon Williams. Yeah, I love And I Damon. saw him at Witherspoon Funeral. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, it's a different vibe at funerals. And me and him didn't get along. So I was like, yo, man, what's up, man? You know what I'm saying? Right. I tried to, to make that nonsense go away that was between us because it's all nonsense, man. Right. I, I don't know you like that. So Witherspoon Funeral made it where me and this comedian named Damon Williams don't really have that, you know, you got to look it. no more. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think I think that's the gift people give, even in death. In death, yeah. So I get they what you're saying. They bring us together, man. Yeah. People come together. I think what it might be, and I know for a fact, when I came through Chicago, Chicago's probably one of the cities that treated me like I grew up there. Like, literally, every time in my entire career I come to Chicago, it's bananas, right? Mm-hmm. I remember, though, when I first started coming, the first person I met was George Wilburn back in the day. This is like 91, 92. Mm-hmm. It was very competitive. That's then a I, good word. Yeah, it's Chicago, that's the thing. It's who coming out this can. So when you go to Chicago and you meet Chicago comedians, it's like ball players. So I heard, I heard Corey get 35 a game. Is that, is, is that right? I like how is you that put right? that. Because yeah. that's how it is. I yeah. felt it. And I was yeah. like, it was like, yo, you from Jersey? to Chicago, nigga. We get damn. So now I'm like, oh, okay, I got to compete with the Chicago cats. So now I'm going with going up against Bernie. I'm going up with George. Uh, who else? Was, but in that little era, you know, back then, George uh, was c- coming up. When I was coming up, and Bernie was like just the man. He's the man, but he earned it. But he earned it. Yes, he took. He was the first person to take me to the Cotton Club. Did you ever go to Cotton Club? What? Yeah. Man, you don't know my Cotton Club story with Bernie. See, Ooh. Bernie, he was the host. <laughs> yes, but he started blowing up, so he wasn't there that much. No, they so, didn't give it to you. No, they didn't give it to me. But I was the <laughs> I was the young guy in coming up. Okay, and you know what I'm saying. Everybody who walked through the door, we was talking about him. And then why did Bernie walk in the door? <laughs> and it was, you know, I was I known for being good. The whole club was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, what? I ain't talking about Bernie. <laughs> but Bernie always showed me love. Yeah, man. man. And he didn't even know me that good. But he kind of recognized, oh, this guy might have some talent right here. And it felt good because Bernie don't, he never messed with new guys. Yeah, he he was he was old school. He was like my big brother, man. And um, shout out to, uh, the, oh, man, I just got emotional. Me and Bernie Mac were like best of friends. And the thing that was so crazy, it just happened so naturally. He, uh, I, first time I did a show in Chicago, he brought me to the Cotton Club. I never forget. Bernie had a nice little Acura. He used to take me around his look. He said, "When I get some motherfucking money, I'm gonna get right. the real one." Right? right. <laughs> and yeah. So, and then yeah. when me and Bernie uh, end up, not even maybe two or three years later, we end up doing uh, "Who's the Man" together, oh, and we okay. played barbers in there, and we be we just locked in, man. And uh, I've always had an affinity for uh, Chicago because. It's it's always love comedy, that city. It's the music, it's the food, and the people. But comedy in Chicago has always been big. So you yeah, came out of the right city, bro. The competitiveness that comes with almost all this stuff in entertainment, it pulls us away from each other. But as we get older, man, we got to be like, hey, man, stop it. We both been doing this. Yeah. For a long time. There's people out here 20 years in, man. I got a little beef about absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. 
absolutely nothing. But they just beefing to be beefing. Look, man, we OGs now. Whether you want to believe it or not, this is all here now, dog. I look like I say on stage, I look like Frederick Douglass without all this stuff, man. <laughs> I'm I'm OG now. I'm OG Corey. So you, do you Hoka, feel man. do you feel like now yeah, up, through baby? all the yeah, see you got your peoples out there. Oh, what's, yeah, up, what's up, baby? Yeah. Um that you really, really feel comfortable in your skin after all this time, you really just kind of settled in. I'm what glad it, about who I am, man. Yes, of sir. course I can do better with a lot of things, but I'm glad about who I am, man. Mm. I I wouldn't switch it up for nothing. It, especially money. Right. I man, it ain't no I'm not missing no money. <laughs> I'm not missing no money coming from where I come from. Yes, sir. Man, I'm straight. I'm what? straight. <laughs> 5266 South State, Part 1208. Robert Taylor Holmes, man, I come a long way, man. You can't talk to me about no money. I Some guy on the internet was talking about my house bigger than yours. I, I was laughing. I was like, I don't even got a house. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't, I don't have a house. <laughs> I have nothing. Right. I tell people I have nothing. I come from that. We don't talk about what we get. I mean, my, look, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. No. Edgewell Walker, great basketball player. Right. He used to be out there signifying with the guys for the project. Right. But Edgewell Walker, they got robbed so many times. You and can't... they never heard him. Right. Because it's always the people who know you. They know where you at. They like, man, I know you ain't talking to me about no money. Okay, well, I'm going to get some money. <laughs> That's how the guys, that's where I come from. If you be bragging about money, they're going to be like, oh, you got some money, huh? Okay. <laughs> they love that when you say, man, you. Uh, 30000 ain't nothing to bet, me. Bet, okay. Okay, we're going to find out. Right. <laughs> I know how easy it is to break into somebody's house. Have you ever seen somebody's house? They should have a TV show. I bet I could break in your house. I bet that show will get watched every week. I don't care how you got your house set up. I can get in. Man, come on, man. Stop talking about what you got, man. Before somebody come see what you got. Bro, I, I promise you, you, there's nothing you said on this show is is a lie, bro. You keeping it so 100, bro. And that's why I only, you know, mess with social media to a certain level. Because now, after the pandemic, seeing seeing how people are reacting with, you know, inflation and people don't have anything and all the PPP loans is gone. Cats can't be in the club like they used to. They coming in your crib. For real. For real. They following you home. They You can't put on, you cannot share your location with nobody. I thank God that, that I drive as fast as I drive on the freeway. Because <laughs> if somebody follow me home, I'm going to see them. I'm going to be like, who keeping up with me out here? Because <laughs> I... I don't, I don't know nothing about speed limit. When the police pull me over, I'll be like, you know what? You got me. I owe y'all. Right. I've been doing this for as long as I can remember. <laughs> Why not pay a ticket? How you here? <laughs> if you going 120 and you keep up with me, you really want me. Man. And I'm going to see you. Yeah. Because I'm getting it. Man, I, I ain't, I don't, I'm not regular in no means. I'm really out here with y'all. It's just oh. I'm watching y'all. Oh my God. What's what's next for Corey Oakman? Give me, give me, give me what something that the fans could just be like sink their teeth in. What you want to do for the people, man? Man, eventually I'm gonna get a chance to um do that thing where I'm doing stand-up on a um a a major platform. Like a like I want a, like I, a I really want to help you produce HBO that, or bro. something like that. Come on, Bill. I, yeah, I, 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 I think I wouldn't I, say this just to be saying it. I mess with you like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really, I really think you right now. You cooking so right. It's just, it's just all it is is putting it in the right situation because mm -hmm. you got the material, mm -hmm. you got the following, and 
everybody is going to go crazy because you got to understand you're an underground king. You know, the streets determine who the king is. That's right. <laughs> as long as the streets love you, homie, all you got to do is get to them. Listen. If you can get a venue... They gonna come they see come you. If the streets see, love you, you they gonna come see you, man. And man, I always, you, can't I always be broke. you know, I, I myself, you know, I love the Hollywood game. You know, I love making a lot of money and doing this, that, and the other. But what good is it if you if the streets don't fuck with you? Would you do stand up if you was sitting on so much money you didn't have to go do it? Yeah, I love it too much. I won't let it go, man. I can't shake it. Like I don't understand how cats take years off and say, "Yo, I'm gonna go back and get it," and you be rusty than a motherfucker. Like to me, like. It's two things I, I equate comedy to. Basketball, getting up shots, and boxing. If boxing is reps in the gym, slipping, punching, punching, getting your rhythm, right? Stop doing that for three years. The first time you get out there, you're going to get knocked out. Or you're going to get stung. Something going to happen, and you ain't going to be ready. Same thing with shooting shots. You take off two years, and you don't shoot a basketball. Your dribbles is off. You, you know, your step back is off. Your, even your foul shot might be off. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah, man, that's real, man. I Even if I was so-called laying up on enough cheese where, I, you know what I'm saying, I had to go out, I would still go out because... You know what I'm saying? It's like your job can keep you alive if it's something you like doing. Absolutely. Your job is your get up in the morning and drive. I, I would like never stop talking to the people because I really think I got something to say to the people. No, man. oh, no, oh yeah, you guys. You had the <laughs> cameraman that bust through the glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That, no, but look, when I get a chance to work on these little TV shows and everything, it be the cameraman that be they waiting be on hollering. me to come to work. They be like, Corey's here. Hey, I be laughing. I be like, wow, I take notice to that. Yo, but bro, you got the gift. You know what I'm they saying? They the truth. The people who work at the comedy club. It's the truth. In the kitchen. They know. They, they, they know. Be, oh, this guy. Him. Yeah. yeah he we got like that him. smoke. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I've been approved by the streets. That's how I look at it. When, and when it feels good. What's some of the uh, cities you like most to hit? That's your favorite Corey Holcomb cities. I like all of them, man. <laughs> I like all of them. I love it. Like I love talking to strangers and seeking out connect with them. Cool. Talking to people, especially the ones who, like last week in Columbus, this dude was like, he just yelled out in the middle of my show. But I, I was like, okay, I'll let you have that. Because he said, I didn't like you until I just came to the show. You know what you are? Right. I, was like, I wanted to be like, Fucking you, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. But it was, it was, he was doing too much, but I, I was like, okay, I'll let you have but it. But you read it right. I'll let you have yeah. it. <laughs> because I believed him. I believed him. Yo, man, your fans love you so much. They'll knuckle <laughs> somebody up over you, bro. Hey, man. I promise you. Because I was, hey, man, I was at, uh, when I was at your show, bro, I was sitting back there. All the dudes was hollering. And their girl was like, ugh. <laughs> Uh, it was okay because it's such a male dominant perspective that I love about it and we need that in the game like, like everybody got different styles you know what I'm saying I, I love your style like one of my other favorite comedians is TK Kirkland like yeah. he says stuff so outlandish yeah. that I can't even fathom thinking of but it's hilarious Dave you got he Kev was the TK Kirkland was the first one uh -huh. I seen talk to women on stage as a comedian straight up use the word bitch everything I was like damn he talking to him for real yeah. so it can be done Yeah, on but he's making it funny though done. 
But but you know what? Let me tell you something about women in my show. This dude told me, and I was like, that about sums it up. He said, man, when they when they called your name, it was this girl right over there. She was like, I hate him. Oh, I can't stand him. Man. He was like, but she was back there dying. Dying. <laughs> dying. I was because like, it's crazy. That sums it up. Bro, you just had <laughs> us, your perspective on the Boston Celtics is so crazy. I hope you put it on stage. Because it's 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 it puts it. I could never say it like that or think of it the way you just said it, but it was hilarious. But it's so scary to me, man, that we can get in trouble just by having relations with women. And if I don't take nothing from nobody, you should not be coming at me like I did anything foul. Absolutely. Because I'm not a foul person. Correct. I don't want nothing that somebody don't want me to have. And I believe that's the situation he in. But I, from what I understand, one of the women who got smashed um, is married to one of the higher-ups. So they found a way to make it seem like he a dirtbag when all he did is what we do. All he did is what we do. We are not going to stop fucking hoes. <laughs> We're not going to stop fucking hoes, dog. I, I, I got a question for long you. As long as you functional. Okay. I got one well, If you want faithful, man, you got to get a diabetic. You got to get a diabetic. So real quick. If you could talk right now to the to the young Corey Holcomb and give him the best advice in the world, what would you say to young Corey Holcomb? Job well done. You stayed the course. Man, there was so many times, man, where I would see guys moving up because they did something that I felt wasn't, my principles wouldn't let me do it. Right. But I had to catch myself and be like, yo, Corey, why are you worried about what they doing? Keep doing yours and have faith. Mm -hmm. And that's, man, everything happened the way it should have happened. Okay. I'm here doing the Bill Bellamy thing out here. Top we on Hollywood Boulevard. We on man. Hollywood Boulevard. And your, your boys out there, they waiting to talk to you. I got, I got one. On this show, we always do a portion of the show that's called All Facts, right? So mm -hmm. All Facts is like, you know, I'm going to throw a question at you and you're going to tell the truth. And you do that anyway. So it ain't, it ain't, uh, it ain't going to be too crazy. If you could, if you could put your top four comedians uh, on a show with you that you know is going to be an incredible show, who would you pick? Um, I don't know the guys I know. I mean, there's some funny cats out here, man. It's like some people be out of sight, out of mind. So it's like it's hard. I would have to think that out. Right. Like just saying it right now. You know, yeah, you got to think about I it. I wouldn't know who to say, but I pay homage to people who are out here headlining, keeping this game going, because it is my opinion that our touring industry has hit a flop a little bit. I'm not talking about the comedy clubs. They come to the comedy clubs because they come in to see directly who they want to see. Absolutely. But the touring has flopped a little bit because there are comedians that are well marketed. On tours, not funny, not strong enough to make them people feel good about the thirty dollar parking and yeah. dinner and everything. So the tour game, in my opinion, has dipped, but it's gonna come back up. Right, it's gonna come back up. But I'm saying, like, yo, these comedy shows, I see how some of them are promoted, and I be like, so they're just gonna fool the people. <laughs> <laughs> like, that lineup is not a lineup for a big theater in these big cities. Right. Like, I've seen lineups at the Fox or the Chicago Theater. You know these big theaters? What's the yep. one in Philly called? Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, I forgot uh, the Leah name Korn, of it. Uh, Leah Korn. 
Liam Corner Center is at the tip. That thing's huge. It's like, yo, man, these well-marketed guys are actually fooling the consumers that don't know a lot about comedy. Well, the unfortunate thing about that is that you only get one shot. Because if you come to a show and you paid $100 or $125 and that person ain't funny you, you're never coming again. So it's just a one-shot kill. You Hopefully you got enough in the bag. Because be about a year and a half out here before the crowd be like, ah, you got me, you got me twice. <laughs> Not doing it again. Not doing it again. So, oh my God, I but got the top um, four, man. I couldn't even say it off the top of my head because it's 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 about it's about twenty guys out here who are solid and they mm. keep this industry up, and they'll never get credit for being the headliners that hold this game down. I'm talking about on the urban side. Yeah, I, I You'll never get that credit for being, you know, I'm one of the guys who actually keep this club up because when I'm there, people come. I had the club owners um, come up to me during the pandemic. Like like when the, during COVID, there was only a couple states. I went out to work on my set because I was doing my special and I had to practice. I was I got on the road a couple of days and uh, they was like, yo, man, thank you, bro. Like that was the first time where they just came up to you and said, thank you. Like, yeah, man. Man. I know what you mean, Bill. Post COVID, these these club owners club, are like, they came, I'm so glad you're here. They came to their senses. <laughs> they thought they ain't need us. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm so glad you're here, man. We've had a couple. Is of- there anything you need, Corey? <laughs> Is there anything? <laughs> nothing's too much for me, Corey. That's how they do it. Mr. Oh, Bellamy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's cold world. They'd be right. so glad to see a, a seasoned headliner. And there's about 20 of us. About yes. 20 of us that are really the real deal. And I, I give big props to all of you. I don't have to necessarily say your name right now. But they, we, we know, know who we, who we, we are. are. We know who we are. It's about 20 of us. <laughs> it's 20 of us getting it. Now, I got a question for you. Hip-hop. I know you love the culture. Specifically tonight, guess who's in town while we doing the interview? Oh. The Wu-Tang Clan. Nas. We got to go to the show. Man, where is that? It's at the Hollywood Bowl, bro. Man, I will be there, man, but I got to I got to do my 5150 show. Oh. I would I would go. It's down the street from where we at. See, this we in Hollywood. Hey, listen, this is what I love about Hollywood. We can literally Finish up this interview. Go to the Wu Tang show. See Nas. Never know who gonna pop up. You Man, sure how, guys, how long you got to tape your fifty one fifty? No, I ain't gonna be able to make it. But look, okay. I met a couple of them Wu Tang guys, and look, when they be knowing me, man, I be so shocked. Are they you be s- like Corey? What up? I be like. You, it's away. just like what? Get away from no, me. man. When Eddie Murphy walked up to me in front of the comedy store, he said, "Corey Hogan." It was a laugh fact. He said, Corey Hogan. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You knocked down day. I was fretting. I was a groupie. Because Eddie made good movies, man. And he's a legend. Do we have an award show to award the people who who have a career of putting out stuff that's solid? We I don't know if we have something we, we like that. We don't. We don't. Like and the Eddie comics. Mur- I'm talking about the real the, the comics from the streets. Yes, sir. We need a sh- award show, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because it's some it's some pioneering cats out here, and and Eddie Murphy was my inspiration that made me want to be a can- a comedian. Bro. One of the best ever to do it. I, I, I ain't never seen nothing like it. Like, I was like 15 years old seeing this dude on Saying Not Live, and I was bugging. 
I literally was like, yo, how could he be so funny doing all these different characters? He made, shout out to Eddie Murphy. I'm going to give you your flowers, bro. Love, bro, you, man. You made what me want to be in this game, man. Eddie Murphy, what you did on that movie Boomerang, boy. Woo. You don't even know. I've been a fan ever since. That's when I knew he was a real one. Right. When I saw what he did on that movie Boomerang, <laughs> and then when I met Charlie, right. it all made sense. Because Charlie Murphy was one of the realest brothers I've ever seen in my life. Period. Flat out man. Yeah, man, you Love wanna him. go in, you wanna say what's up to my brother right. real fast. <laughs> First time I met Charlie Murphy, man, I was like, yo, this looked like the evil Eddie Murphy. It was like, it was, it was in the elevator, right? The and and, and I was going to Eddie Murphy Productions to read for this role, and I thought it was Eddie until he turned, because he got a little different <laughs> swagger than Eddie. He was like, nah, nigga, I ain't, ain't right. my brother, nigga. Right. You wanna see my brother? Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. He yeah. was like, yeah, I'm Charlie, nigga. Right. <laughs> That's him. That's him. But he was a good but dude. Good dude. 100. You know what I'm saying? Good. Oh, shot. Boy, another, another, another amazing uh, talent that we, we lost too soon, Charlie Murphy. One of the reasons I tell these stories on the internet because of Charlie. Man, you it was a blessing to be in a room with Charlie and watch him talk. And carry on them stories. Yes, it's sir. like it's amazing. At the while, at first, when I first met him, I'm like, "What are you talking? Hold on, let me see. Oh, this oh. is what people be talking about. Yes, he man, good at this. Oh man, I talked to him on the phone after I found out after he found out he got sick, and it just blew my mind. I just let him go. He was like, "Yeah, I got that uh that Hodgkin's lymphoma. I got that white boy shit." Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> but he would never. <laughs> what the fuck would is never, that? Never, never, never felt bad for himself. No. Always had had he was always the same Charlie, right? He, he was it, a man, a man, exactly. And uh, you know, he's a man, and we miss him so much in the game, man. It's like we gotta appreciate before we get out of here. I just want you to uh, to know this, man. We really do have to appreciate our gift, what we have, what we do for the people. It's a blessing. Uh, this has been some tough times over the last couple of years. We gotta make people laugh, bro. I hope yeah, you don't on, give it Bill, up. Let's put let's put an award show together and give them people they flowers in a way where they really can appreciate it. Cause like we out here, we still in the streets with it, man. Telling yeah. jokes, man. Yes, sir. We getting on that plane from LAX, going all over the country, <laughs> man. We know, <laughs> we know we know who the guys are. Yes, we do. We should put a show together and give props to the guys that's out here finding ways to still sell tickets, stay in power, mm. staying staying relevant. That ain't easy, man. No, you fall not. off in this game unless you got it. <laughs> if you ain't got it, all it's the people, gone. right, if you getting it for a little while, I'll be like, yeah, you getting it right now. Can I you get them. it for 25? Can you get it for 30? <laughs> Can you still be out here? Come on, baby. Stop that Midnight playing. Train to Georgia hey, song is you real. You can't pump fake 25. Right. You can't pump fake 30 years That's in the real, game. That's real, Bill. Hey, bro. That's real. Real, real recognized, real. I want to thank Corey Hogan for coming by Top Billing. This is how we do it. I always tell y'all, we do this for the movement. We do this for the culture and the discussion. Oh, I'm so happy Chicago's in the building, man. Keep That's winning. That's what's up. My man Bill Bellamy, y'all. Don't sleep on Bill. Don't I'll sleep. I got big-ass hands, too. Right. Don't shit. sleep on Bill. Ah. Bill be the super socked you and helped you up. I already know. He going to be, you all right? I didn't want to do that to you. <laughs> Corey Oakham, yeah, everybody. That's what's up. Real talk, y'all. All right. All right. Milk is chillin', this is chillin', what more can I say? Top villain, top villain. Top villain.